This is Help Wanted, the show that makes your work work for you. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm money expert Nicole Lappin. On Tuesdays, Jason and I answer the helpline and help callers solve their work problems. And on Thursdays, I give you one way to improve your work and build a career or company you love. And it starts now. Thanks for calling the helpline. What's your question? Hi, my name is Tremont Turner. I'm an actor and a brand ambassador. And I just recently wrote a book about how to get into being a brand ambassador. It's called The Bucks Behind the Brand, The Coolest Side Hustle You've Never Heard Of. And I'm going to be doing a in-person launch. And I'm wanting to know how I can make this launch the best it possibly can and turn it on to as many people as possible. Well, Tremont, you have asked the right people. And I really should rephrase that. You've asked the right person, which is not me. It's Nicole. I have launched <laughs> one book and two that books. launched two books, uh, two books, one of, which, one of which was just me. The other was with my wife. So uh, I've, well, I've launched a book and a half uh, and I've turned that to Nicole. other oh, one with it. his wife. No, no. Oh, I'm stop gonna, it. I'm just going to like really talk you up for two seconds. The other one with his wife was also then optioned by the like crazy rich Asians guy and like all. Come on, Jason. It was blurbed by the Crazy Rich Asians guy. It was optioned by some other people. Anyway, thank you, Tremont. The point that I was trying to make was that in both of my launches, I turned to Nicole for a lot of advice because she has launched, what, five, four, whatever, some absurd like number. Like four and a half. Four and five. a half. Five. It's all. Whatever. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, did you well, have, Jason and I bicker. Did you have a launch event like Tremont wants? I had several launch events, but not one big, like, it sounds like you're having, well, why don't you tell us what you're having? By the time this comes out, I will have already done a virtual launch. And what does that mean? Like on social media? Yes. So I'll be doing Facebook Live and Instagram going live on there. I've been putting it out consistently on my LinkedIn, my Facebook, my Instagram, TikTok, and trying to market as best I can. This is my first time really doing the whole posting every day relentlessly and trying to get new subscribers, new followers, doing videos to show I have the experience and have the knowledge and you know I'm an expert in this. So my in-person, will be September 23rd. And where is that? And what is that? So it's going to be at High Def Brewery. And the book is about the coolest side hustle. So event work. I've been doing this for about 10 years. And it includes working festivals, concerts, networking. I can technically be just about anywhere. Street team work, radio stuff. Any event that you could essentially think of, I've had probably some kind of a hand in every sector from teaching events, technology, all of that. And I've been in it long enough to where it's time to kind of give back. And for me, it's a way that you can network yourself into all different kinds of rooms. If you're not entirely sure of what you want to do with your career, this is something where you can get in and you can see so many different sectors of life and essentially make your way into whatever kind of crowd you want to. 
Which I can vouch for, by the way. So the way we know each other is because you've worked with Patau. Jason, you've heard me talk about this for a long time. It sounds like an STD, but it's not. It's like a a fancy (laughs) marketing CEO group and their annual conference. And pretty much every year, Tremont finds me. I think like we were officially connected one year and he's there, like smiling face all the time up in all of the networking. And then randomly, I was at the Taylor Swift concert and... I'm running out trying to like beat the traffic and there his smiling face is again. (laughs) So he is like at the events. And what do you do there? Like you're part of the hype team or you're part of like an ambassador crew or you help. What do you do? So specifically for the Beyonce one, I will be a vendor and I'll be walking around, you know, selling drinks and all that. That's one of the aspects. But a lot of other events, it could be working for Capital One or whatever kind of promo is going on. I recently was working some concerts at the Kia Forum and I was helping people get in, wristbanding people and getting into the Kia Forum. And trust me, I had a great view of the concerts because we were off before the concerts even began. And so, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that on top of all the free swag and everything you get as well. So. I'm putting some stuff out that a lot of people may be like, he's telling our secrets. But for me, it's going to help a ton of people figure out life in a different way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, yeah, met me. I mean, for like, I don't wish that on a lot of people. Well, the <laughs> ultimate, the ultimate benefit of working. And now here he Nicole is on the show. Pointing out to, so yeah. this is like meta fruits of his labor. Full circle. We met literally, I think it was three years ago. And Patel, I'm just going to say, Patel, anybody who knows the work I do, I say, there's this event, Patel, it's my hands down favorite event to work of the year. And I work hundreds of events a year. It's my bread and butter. But Patel is hands down my favorite to work every year. All right. So now we understand the side hustle. The side hustle is basically working for brands or working events and getting access to all sorts of cool stuff and experiences and some money to take home at the end of the day too, right? Yes. And you are an event guy asking us for advice about events. I know. Well, this is also (laughs) because marketing a book is very different. And especially I've never been an author. I've never written a book. After this, you may never do it again. (laughs) I hope you don't. And 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 I know you guys have a huge amount of success. And I also, of course, I wish to make money from this as well. And so how do I parlay the events and the marketing into also bigger and better things from there? Can I tell you before we jump into this, what Barbara Corcoran emailed me? I, I, I don't know why I didn't keep this email. I think I deleted it, which was so stupid. But she wrote something like, I hope the book brings you a lot of joy because it's not going to bring you any money uh, <laughs> like from somebody who knows, comma, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Because the thing is, is you'll learn. And I think the reason to talk about this on the show, because not everyone is necessarily going to launch a book, but everyone's going to do something. and Everyone wants that thing to be successful. And everyone needs to think about how to get that out in the world and how to understand it as part of their ecosystem. That for most people, the book is not the moneymaker but the book can be the opportunity creator 
where the money is really made. Yeah, I also do want to make a course as well. So that's going to be, you know, next project after or right before the in-person book signing slash networking event. Yeah, but there's like a few truisms on Wall Street. One is buy low, sell high. The other is that it's better to beat low expectations. And I just would love for you to have some low expectations about the financial component of this going in. Um, If it does make money, that's awesome. And you'll beat low expectations. You'll be pleasantly surprised versus disappointed. And that's kind of, I think, a healthier mindset for anyone who's going into the book business. Because for me, I spent more money on my books than I made. I know that blew my mind when Nicole told me that, which explain what that means when people are like, how did she do that? Yeah, I mean, I earned an advance, but an advance is not just free money. It's an advance that you have to earn back or it's like a minimum guarantee. For those who don't know, so the publisher, if you're working with a traditional publisher, they'll pay you an advance, which is the money that they're paying basically to acquire the book. And then for you to make any extra money off of this book, you have to sell so many copies that the publisher makes its money back on you. And then you start getting some royalties. So a lot of people get advances and then never earn it back. And then they never make another dime on that book. Did you get an advance for this book? No, this is all out of pocket. And even though there was a fancy publisher, Jason will probably also agree with this, there's a lot to be desired that you have to hire out for on your own, like your own marketing, own PR, your own a thousand other things that net net, which is like at the end of the day, when all is said and done, I was out of pocket more than I made off the book. There were other things that I made money from, from the book, but not the book sales themselves. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, for sure. Did you realize that? Oh, yeah. I imagine it's not the biggest kind of moneymaker. And I imagine that the authors that really make the most most are the ones that's literally churning out a bunch nonstop and they're doing all kind of other things around it. And for me, it's, trying to figure out how to parlay that into, say, speaking engagements, or how do I make it bigger? How do I go to that next level? Yeah. So making money from the secondary market. Yes. It's funny. One thing we have not done yet is actually even begin to address your question. So we probably should in a second, which is about the launch event. But I found so far the most financially beneficial thing to have come out of the book outside of the advance itself, which was nice, is that I have found that when I am talking to potential clients about speaking engagements, that when I say, oh, so how did you hear about me? If my book is part of their answer, like, oh, our board member read your book. Oh, I read your book. Oh, my CEO read your book. Something like that. I can get at least double the speaking fee. And the reason for that, I think, I haven't inquired, but the reason for that, I think, is because there's a difference between someone just filling a slot, right? Someone being like, oh, we just need a person to talk about X. So let's find a person versus, oh, I read this particular person's book. We need that person. Those are different budgets. (laughs) So 
these are the kinds of things that are really valuable in books, that it's it's an authority builder. It gets your name out there. It makes you yourself credible instead of you just a person in a credible space. And that's a real difference maker. So I think we should try to get you there, but maybe we actually start at the beginning with the launch event that you want to accomplish. Stick around. Help Wanted will be right back. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Welcome back to Help Wanted. Let's get to it. Nicole, should Tremont have a launch event? I don't know. I mean, events are so freaking hard to do, but I do have one more question before we get there. Sorry. Um, how much did you spend so far on your book? Because if you're self-publishing, anything you're making, you're going to get. Like the economics don't look exactly like the economics of my books or Jason's. So is it through like Amazon's self-publishing? I'm going to be doing through Amazon, but I also paid another company to basically edit it, put it in proper format, design the cover. And a little bit of like extra help on the 
okay, how do I move with this? And, you know, kind of talking me through the steps. So I did have help in that. So all in with that plus marketing I've spent so far, probably around two G's. And is that how much you plan on spending? I'm honestly just kind of going. It's kind of seat of my pants. Okay, I'm going to put some money into this ad. Okay, I'm going to put some money into this ad. I'm going to put $30 into here. I got my Eventbrite going. I got my meetup going. You know, I'm paying for those kind of services to where it's going to be able to, you know, go. And I'm going to be still marketing over the next month because it's less than a month from the in-person event. The reason I wanted to know that is because I want to understand what your goals are before I can advise about this event specifically. So I don't know if you feel like you're spinning, but I certainly each launch I have, I feel like I am going to lose my freaking mind. I will vouch that that is what Jason also felt. <laughs> Very much so. Nicole got a lot of crazy texts during A lot of voice memos, long voice memos. <laughs> um, and the biggest advice I got when I was in this state of spinning. So I'll just say, are you in that state? Yes. It's understandable and very normal was to clearly define what success was to me because I never felt like I was successful or I never felt like I was doing enough to be successful. I wasn't doing enough events. I wasn't doing enough press. I wasn't selling enough books, but I never actually answered the questions for myself of what that looks like. How many appearances were success? How many sales were success? How many press hits were success? And if I didn't really put a number on that, I was destined to constantly feel like I was spinning and constantly feel like I was a failure. So what is success for you with this book? I would say if I could have at least, I would say 100 to 150 people at my actual event. And by the time October 1st comes around, have sold 200 books. Okay. So the first one is a sub goal of that event. We don't know if you should even do this event, by the way. We wouldn't even advise you to do the event depending on what your goals are, right? Like why? 150 people for what? For funsies? Big party. For for what? Are they going to buy a book? Is that part of the ticket? Are they going to post about it? Well, you do have to purchase tickets for the event. I will also have books there for sale if you haven't already bought it by then. So it is for book sales. It's a book signing slash networking. So it's also for you to come and get something out of it because a lot of this business is networking. It's word of mouth. It's, okay, what companies are you working for? What companies are you working for? And that's to help bring people to the event as well. Those goals are a little squishier, right? And so I think that we should focus and drill down on more goals like 100 to 200 books by October. That's like something we can tackle and reverse engineer. If you want X number of posts, if you want X number of impressions or something like that, then we can sort of back into it because the event is a tool to reach one of those goals. It has to be. Otherwise, it doesn't fit into what you're saying your goals are, right? If you're then saying, okay, I want 100 to 200 books 
by October 1st. And one way to get that is by selling tickets to these 100 people for this event and included in each one is a book. The book selling at the event is like a nebulous proposition. We don't know how many people will buy or they won't. I've been in disastrous situations where I've had booksellers at places and like one person has bought a book or I've even had to supplement buying books. So that's just like a big X factor. Uh, The tickets with the books included is like a one to one, right? You can say one ticket is going to get me to one of these book sales. But I think refining what those goals are is going to be really important. So do we have anything else at the top level of your goals, books, other impressions that are like quantifiable? I would put like, Jason, you tell me if I'm wrong, networking as like a squishy goal. Yeah, I don't know how to quantify that. That's not a goal for me. That's essentially a tool that I'm using. That's the value proposition. Exactly. That's the value that you're getting. You're getting other brand ambassadors that know the game that are coming to also be networking. Then what's your goals? For this, honestly, also be a launch pad for me into bigger things. But I know that's not exactly quantifiable, but I guess the event is the first step in that and to kind of start building notoriety. So really, this is like uh, investment in, yes, a financial aspect, but also it's that starter platform into being bigger. What is bigger? Bigger means me working as the influencer of this kind of a business, being that guy that, okay, he knows what he's talking about. Let's have him come to this event, speak, tell people about this industry. That's kind of around where I'm going with it. Because as far as I know, there's no one else that is speaking on this type of industry like this, that this even exists. Okay. I already have a second book also in mind. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Please don't. You got to focus on this book first. Don't even start thinking about getting pregnant with your second, like, yeah. birth this one. Got to raise the first one. Got to get it out of diapers first. So I like what you said. Nicole, who is the more numbers oriented of the two of us, might say not quantifiable enough. And that would be true. But I like how you're seeing this book as part of a larger goal. So look, we can't talk through every step of that right now because it's going to evolve, but we can start to think about how to position the book to help you get there. And I am not totally convinced that an event as conceived right now is the most important thing for you to do. It's not a terrible idea to do events in some way, maybe, but oftentimes the reason why people make an incredibly hard push for things, put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and money into things at the very beginning of their book launch is for one purpose. And do you know what that purpose is? Clout. It's to make a bestseller list. Because the thing is, like, a book is a product that doesn't expire. A book is around forever. It's a really long game, and you should treat it like a really long game. The only reason to obsess over the very beginning of it is to make a list. And you're not going to make a list. 
I didn't make a list. Nicole has, but I didn't. And you're not going to because you need to sell, your goal is to sell 200 copies, which is great, but you'd have to sell 20,000 copies to start contending on lists. So let's not care that much about like how to make a big pop at the very beginning. You should start to think about long-term, you have career goals. Now you also have a book. How does that book fit into your career goals? That's really the focus and the question. It's a really, really important point that I see like your eyes are kind of getting wider just hearing that. <laughs> Did you know that that was the realm for the bestseller list? I figured that was for like the bigger ones, like New York Times. Like I, I wasn't shooting for that one. Which one were you shooting for? Potentially one of the new ebook seller lists or something like that. On Amazon? Yes. Yeah, I still think you may need more than 200 for that. I don't know. There are a lot of really tiny categories and that could happen. Which, by the way, again, just to add for people who don't know, Amazon sub, 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 sub categorizes all their books. So you could put your book into some category that has seven other books in it. It's such a niche category. And if none of those books sold any books that day and you sold one book, you're the best seller in that category. And people do that so that they can claim that they are an Amazon bestseller. It's not the most exciting title in the world because you got 4 billion people who are claiming it. So it's, again, not something that you should orient a lot of effort towards. But yes, it is true that depending on how you categorize your book on Amazon, you could technically get the words bestseller to show up next to your book title for some hours. Like you could have the more random, the better. Like, you know, the number one new release in like gardening. Yeah, gardening with three bunnies on a Sunday. <laughs> That's right. But it sounds like the, or it looked like from your reaction that the more surprising element of that was that you shouldn't be like racing for this launch, which I think Jason is absolutely right. But is there a reason that you oriented yourself around like this mad dash for launch? I think just in talking with my person that helped me set the book up and everything, she was talking about, you know, doing a book launch that will help you get new people, you know, and get people excited about the book and be able to get you new readers and help you put it out there, you know, and then starts growing from there, you know, because for me, it's a lot about, okay, what can I bring to the table also for other people? And with me having an event around brand ambassadorship, And all of that is about networking. How do you get to the next job is through someone else. And so having this event is going to have aspects of the life involved. I'm going to be doing giveaways where I'm giving away different promo stuff that I've collected over the years that haven't touched brand new stuff. It'll be cool to somebody guaranteed. And in that, they're also going to learn lessons of, say, the barter system. Because there are times where we'll get a bunch of free stuff and we can trade it to someone else and it's a win-win situation. So in that, that's also something that I'm doing like for purposes of the event. So I didn't have a launch event for my book that Penguin Random House paid me a bunch of money for. 
did have a launch event for the one that my wife and I did. And oh boy, we went out for it. We work into giving us a big space. We found a food sponsor. We brought in a bartender influencer. We had Stacey London from What Not to Wear interview, who's a friend, interview us. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a wonderful memory. The only people who showed up were our friends. <laughs> and uh, some of them bought books, which was great, but it didn't do anything. And that was an important lesson to me, which was like, you know, I think that the idea of a book launch is like not a thing that people normally think of as an event to go to. And so you could pour a lot of energy into that and you'll have a nice evening, but it didn't advance the ultimate project if the project is using this book to help boost your career. I'll tell you, this might be skipping ahead here, but I'll tell you what I'm thinking as I hear you talk about your book and I hear you talk about your goals and I hear you talk about how this book fits into those goals. What I hear is, I know something as the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. What I know is that side hustles, which is a term you've used 17 times already today, side hustles is literally our number one trafficked subject because people love side hustles and they want side hustles and they want ways to make money. You know where those people are? They're on the internet. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not within a, you know, a short drive from your event space. They're on the internet. And you can reach them by finding ways to produce side hustle content, which they are hungry for. And this is awesome. You have a niche. You have a very specific side hustle that you can speak very intelligently to and you have a lot of advice on. That's great. You should find ways to reach those people. And then you should find ways to capture those people so that they read your article and then they do something. And probably, honestly, what they should do is that they should give you their email address in exchange for a deep discount on your book. And then they're going to get your book and then you're going to get their email address and then you can continue to re-engage them over and over again. And maybe at some point in the future, you can have a whole bunch of events and it'll be awesome. But right now, what I hear is that you have put a stake in the ground for a very specific kind of side hustles in a culture that loves side hustles. And so you should go to those people and you should give them what they're looking for. But that is different from making them come to you. You make me so proud, my protege. My book <laughs> yeah. protege. I learned it all Aww. from you. It's exactly what I was going to say. There has not been a single event, and I have had many of them, that I didn't, after the fact, regret and say, I should have used this time, money, and energy to put more whatever content out there to find people on the internet, to scoop up their email, to retarget them, to keep them in my funnel forever and ever and like focus on what that looks like because that's scalable in a way that doesn't require appetizers. <laughs> it doesn't require me to wear a new dress. Now, I don't know if you would be wearing a new dress, but like it doesn't require a ton of this work that goes into an event and getting people out, especially in LA, I cannot think of a single event that I didn't have this thought after the fact for. And we just want to save you some of that heartache and the time, money, and energy that went into it. Not saying that like this event ship has already sailed, but I think that giving it some perspective to like where we've been and what we've seen as to like what's the best use of your time and energy to meet those goals, like actually connect the dots between your finite time, money, and energy 
to what those very specific goals are, whether they're quantitative or qualitative or whatever, or a little bit of both. In our experience, the events have not been the thing that moves the needle. Hey, that is some solid, solid advice. And I'm very glad and I'm open and I'm taking it all in and I appreciate it because it makes a lot of sense, you know, because I'm I'm like, I need this event to be big and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, OK, shift and position more into funnel stuff, like making sure I am capturing that for future stuff to be able to bring it in. I know it's it's definitely long game, but I, it's a learning curve because even me creating the website and trying to get that going, that's a whole other thing. But the website will live on and the event will not. So which is worth more of your time? Yeah, definitely the website. And I mean, you could spend a bunch of time. And by the way, the culmination of three years of some of your work at events has brought you to this place where you happen to be on a fantastic Zoom interview with the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine who is telling you he needs side hustle content. I wonder if maybe you can use some of that time and write an article. I know who to ask about that. He's right here. What do you think about that? Would you mind (laughs) hiring me to write an article about side hustles? The coolest side hustle that most people have never heard of. I think you should send me a pitch and we'll talk. Bet. Well, Tremont, now that we have dumped all over your plans, are we still invited to your event? Oh, please. (laughs) Yo, if you guys have a few hours on a Saturday, please, please do come. I won't, but I love you. There's no chance I'm going. I live in New York and I have kids, so I couldn't anyway. This is the problem with events, man. This is the problem with events. Trema, we will not go to your event, but we'll do one more nice thing for you, which is say the name of your book again. The Bucks Behind the Brand, The Coolest Side Hustle You've Never Heard Of by Tremont Turner. Go get it on there Amazon. It go get it on Amazon. Bestseller. Make it a bestseller in the category of bestsellers. <laughs> <laughs> Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoy. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>